Welcome to March 5 Music Podcast. My next guest, jazz fusion violinist, composer, arranger, will talk Juilliard and his new upcoming project. Give it up for Majid Khalik. All right, I would like to welcome jazz musician, jazz fusion, Mr. Majid. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How you doing? Man, I can't complain, man. I can't complain. I'm so honored to sit here and talk to you and just uh, get this wonderful world of music that I love so much. And I know so much about you, but we got to let the world's got to know about who you are and what you represent. So tell me, how did you get into playing violin? Well, you know, violin is something that came to me mm-hmm. uh, at a very young age. My, my older brother was playing the violin. He had started some lessons. Okay. And uh, as a kid, you know, kids see things and they inspire. But oh, I want to do that, and yeah. I pointed at it, and I told my mom straight away, "Hey, I want to do that." And okay. uh, here I am, many years later. Yeah. You know, my brother inspired me to do it. So yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> that's that's cool. how I got into. So it. as a very young kid, now you, I know you went to. Um, I'm familiar with the school, um, Juilliard. Yes. How did that yes, go down? Oh, yeah, that was an interesting path. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. an interesting path. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, prior to that, I'd been at Harlem School of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, I started at Harlem School of the Arts from age five. Okay. Up until, up until about age 16. Okay. There, kind wow. Of, uh, playing in an ensemble and playing my... All my brothers played violin. My older brother, as I said previously, and yeah. my younger brother, right. and I'm the middle guy. Gotcha. We all played. Um, so I was there, and right around age of about, uh, you know, 14 or something, I started, uh, a little earlier, but okay. around 14, I started to really turn the corner and start looking at other places. Sure. And Juilliard has two two divisions. I mean, it has several divisions, but right. the divisions that I went to is a place... A division called pre-college, then obviously the college. Gotcha. But the pre-college is obviously before you get into your four-year standard bachelor program sort of thing. Right. Um, and that usually spans from a very young, I don't know, maybe about age 10 to about right up until you get, you know, 12th grade. So basically you were, you were pre-Juilliard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I went to pre Juilliard and to Juilliard. So there you I went go. Pre Juilliard, and that's how I got in. I was there, and I was studying with a lady by the name of Margaret Pardee. Okay. Uh, we had I taken some private lessons with her. Then I took the auditions to college, and um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to get in such a school. Yes, indeed. Without having some, <laughs> without having some preparation, and so the pre college was great preparation to get into the college. So that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, that's Let's talk about now. Yeah. Now, how did you go from? I'm sure you started with classical music, and yes. then you worked your way. How did you go from classical music? Because this is what we were all believed or trained to know is violins, classical music, to sure. getting into jazz fusion. Well, I didn't immediately get into jazz fusion. Okay. To get into jazz in general, mm-hmm. I was about my freshman year. Um, well, first of all, in my family. My father in particular, when I was young, just was playing all the greatest jazz albums. Nice. He was, you know, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Love Supreme was in the house. John Coltrane, you know, he had 
a love for Bobby Timmons. He loved Miles. He loved wow. Duke. He loved all of the classics. All the greats, yeah. And particularly, he loved jazz violinists. He loved Jean-Luc Ponty. He used to always tell me about Jean-Luc Ponty. He used to right. talk to me about... Yeah, it was it was it was it was a lot. No pointer. He knew all of the jazz violinists in particular. Right. And so it's funny uh, thinking back, but mm-hmm. you know, I think it was my freshman year. Mm-hmm. My freshman year, met a gentleman who's a very good friend of mine uh, to this day. He's a colleague of mine, and he was like, "Man, he was playing playing jazz," and I was always like, kind of like. What is this guy doing? <laughs> I was really super skeptical. I'm right, like, right. What are you doing? This is man? not the music that was, I know. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, he was yeah. all about it. He was all all about it. Mm-hmm. And today he's with his friends, but nice. at that time I was super skeptical. Right. But he met him and he was like, Man, listen, you need to get with this. Like, forget all of that. It's cool that you like classical music. I love it too, because he's a great classical musician as well. But okay. he's like, This stuff over here. This is also, this is... You say, this stuff over here is going to take you over there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, this this stuff here is is something to it. And so mm-hmm. we got together and we learned, man, we started from the beginning. He was passionate about it all. So we learned, like, together, like, in the practice room, like, Louis Armstrong solo. Wow. We learned the blues. Yeah, we really went down. We, we took it from the... the bottom to the top you know it was really really thorough so um i was definitely a straight ahead violinist jazz violinist um for many many years i went uh also like my junior year Mm -hmm. at juilliard while i was there i was studying with winter marsalis as well as i was studying at uh jazz mobile in harlem shouts out to jazz mobile absolutely yeah um Yeah. yeah yeah and then you know and then John Blake Jr. came into my life, who's my, my mentor. But nice. it all started from this guy kind of like basically pulling me over and saying, hey, bro, there's <laughs> say, cr- Cross the line. Me. You got to cross the line, man. From, now, now, when you say went to Marcellus, you know, I think yes. of the Marcellus brothers. I think of their dad was a jazz uh, pianist. Um, yes. Uh, went to Marcellus, Branford Marcellus. What mm-hmm. um, was it like working with? Winton Marcellus. Well, my uh, Winton is a really, really, really um, focused gentleman. Yeah. I should say that mm-hmm. he's a um, prodigious classical musician, mm-hmm. as everybody kind of knows, and yeah. he's got the Grammy, all that. Sure. Um, but he's also, as we well know, an unbelievably uh, gifted jazz musician. Right. Jazz is his first love. Um, working with him was. You really had to get to the basics with him. The things that I learned from him is a love for the basics, a love for um, legacy, uh, a love for tradition. Um, He really focused on the full story. Um, You know, he's not the biggest fusion lover. Right, right. (laughs) But... um, he says that, but uh, yeah. to be honest with you, early on he was doing a lot of fusion type things. So right. That's interesting. That's interesting. Now you say like the fusion. Now, could you explain to people um, what mm-hmm. fusion really is and how the difference between classical music and fusion, sure. and then to intertwine the sure. two is is not an easy feat. 
No, it isn't. It isn't. Mm -hmm. Well, classical music is European-based music that is largely instrumental. Um, however, uh, the, the main difference is, is it's harmonically centered. Yes. Like classical music is harmonically centered. Um, jazz fusion in particular is jazz music. You know, it's, it's African-American music. Sure. Which means that, that the, the focus of it is rhythm. Um, right. And if anybody knows the relationships between har harmony and rhythm is rhythm is the king. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That the, the relationship in music. Can't, can't deny it. You can't deny the rhythm. You, you, there, it's just no, there's just no way to get around it. Right. It's the most important thing in music. Yeah. Um, and jazz music is centered around this. And so the few, where the fusion comes in is bringing elements of perhaps the symphony into it. Or if you're going to fuse with hip-hop elements. Okay. You're going to bring elements of the breakbeat, you know what I mean? Sure. Or the standard straight, 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 uh, or what they call eighth, straight eighth rhythm on the drums. Got it. But uh, the big difference largely between classical music and jazz fusion or any kind of jazz is the fact that the relationship between the music itself is mm -hmm. classical music is harmonically based and jazz is rhythmically based. Now, I want to say there's a disclaimer. There's a disclaimer to all this because this uh -uh. might lead a listener to believe that perhaps yeah. jazz is somehow harmonically not advanced. That's also not true. Right. It isn't true. Actually, some of the most uh, influential classical musicians were stealing or borrowing from the black church in the harmony that was coming out of the African-American tradition. Right. So we're talking about something that's extremely complex. That's right. So, yeah, but, uh, it, it focus is rhythm in jazz. So very interesting. Interesting. It's an interesting, mm -hmm. interesting explanation, <laughs> which, um, you know, no, no, it's, it's good to, um, because there are some people that just don't know, you know, they don't really understand yeah. music. They hear songs on the radio and, and you and I both know that songs from, you know, whichever genre it was, was always take everything came out of yes. church. It all started from back then. And they kind of like Amen. split it. They split <laughs> and they just split it up and sent it over here and sent it over there. And all of a sudden now you got this new sound. You know, that's kind of like what yes, bothers sir. me with the, uh, the quote unquote pop culture. Um, because sure. all pop culture is, in my opinion, is just an upscale version of R&B. They just took the R&B sound and, and traversed it and boom, now we have pop. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Much. yeah. Did I explain that well? <laughs> I think you explained it very well. Yes, yes, yes. That was a good one. That was good. Now, um, no, it's funny because yeah. pop music has to be considered because we've got some great uh, yeah. African-American pop artists like the King of Pop. Absolutely. Michael Jackson. Absolutely. Yeah, but but look yeah. who he worked with. I mean, um, right. uh, the jazz, the, the, the classical or classic writers of Motown. And all of that stemmed yeah. from that sound that you just discussed a few seconds ago, which is good. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. Um, now do you write as well? Do you compose or you just, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm nice. a composer, arranger, you know, educator, but you know, I, I, I do a lot of composition. Do you? Okay. My last, uh, yeah, yeah. My last few albums were, um, a lot of 
our original music on it. So okay, okay. Yeah, I like I write all the time. There you so. go. There you go. <laughs> now, now when you talk about educating, um, um, I believe now. Don't quote me on this. Now I'm just telling you something that I heard that you are an educator okay. in New York City. I believe it's Harlem or the Bronx. One of the two. Is that right? Harlem and the Bronx. See. see? <laughs> 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 I hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, my wife's from Harlem, and um, uh, I have oh, fed, nice. yeah, yeah, she's from Harlem, and uh, it's yeah. it's a great place, man. What is it like teaching young kids in the Bronx in Harlem about classical and fusion and jazz? What is that like? Well, I mean, my point of view from all of this is uh, all of it is coming from the same space, in my opinion. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Classical music just took a little longer journey, but um, it all comes from the same space in some ways. But, um, right. I, I always think of teaching uh, students fundamentals. I like to do that. Right. Um, kids really love rhythm, as I was saying. Right. And I... <laughs> I like to quote drummers all around the world. Yeah. I think that we're all playing the drum. That's right. And if you can, yeah, if you can really focus your teaching from that rhythmical standpoint, I think all students will really enjoy it. Right. Now, do you, you know, think they'll, kids, they'll, they'll, yeah, that's true. But do you think kids um, from the standpoint of music being taken out of the educational system? To now they mm. have you mm. who is coming in full blown like, hey, man, you know, you can do this because a lot of kids don't have. No, seriously, because a lot of kids don't have that encouragement and they don't have that guidance right. and the professionalism right. and the knowledge of music, which is what you have to really sure. pass that on to the next generation. Are they receptive to that? Well, I mean, you have to filter it yeah. and you have to break it down in bits that they can swallow. Right. Because I. I, my, of my point of view, mm-hmm. I'm able to know that, you know, if we, if it's grooving, yeah, if it's grooving, right, they're gonna love it, and so I'm an arranger as well. So when I'm in the Bronx teaching my orchestra, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're 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 taking popular music music's from the, um, I, I would say just the American, but the African American, uh, uh, songbook. Right. So we play all sorts of things like "What's Going On" by nice. you know Marvin Gaye. We nice. we do we do it all. We do Beyonce. But what we're doing is while we're building the skills, we're really making sure that we're keeping the rhythm in the music and keeping the music relevant to them because right. the rhythm makes it relevant to them. Right, and know? they actually they're actually having fun at the same time, which is really cool. Yeah, 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 and it's cool. You know, yeah, they can yeah. hang out and they can play with their friends. They're not, they're not feeling embarrassed about what they're playing. Right, you know, it's but, all cool. They feel great. Yeah, some kids, you know, back in the days, they felt like the peer pressure of I, I play an instrument, so it's not cool. Especially growing up in New York City, say, so, oh, it's not cool right. to play the piano. It's not cool to play the sax. It's not cool to play the bass or the guitar or whatever. But I think it's crazy because it only helps it you down the road in life. You know. It, it is. It is. I mean, music. Everybody loves music. Yeah. And you know, uh, I just think that another thing. Yeah. The reason why they probably think that is because they haven't seen live music. That's correct. I think that live music kind of changes the whole 
perspective right. on whether music is cool or not. Absolutely. When you, if you see a band rocking, doesn't really matter what neighborhood you're in. Right. They're gonna love it. That's right. You know, you know. So funny. I was funny. Just in Harlem uh-huh. just yes last night uh-huh. with something called the Soapbox Presents. Okay. And we were we were on like uh, I think it was 120th Street. We like almost closed down the whole block playing yeah. outside. We had the band and okay, people loved it. All ages. Nice, nice, nice. And my wife's from that, that same that same location, man. Where you just mentioned. That's pretty cool. Now yeah. it's so funny because I just recently saw Earth, Wind, and Fire and. Um, Santana, oh, nice. together. Oh, nice! <sighs> wow, I bet that was a treat. It was four hours. It was four hours of magic, man, because they come from two yeah. different worlds and they just came together. And you know, again, like what you said, music is is, yeah. is global, man. It doesn't matter the sound. Yeah. But Santana's in a whole different stratosphere, and so is Earth, Wind, and Fire. But they they came together and yes. put this show on, which was incredible. And it reminded me of you because I knew I was going to be talking to you. And I said, "Man, I can't wait to talk to him, man, and get his take on <laughs> that that world of um, understanding the the violin and and um, you know just it's a very complicated instrument. It's a very complex instrument, but it's a love yeah. that most songs, most hit songs, R and B, pop, it doesn't matter. They all use strings, mm-hmm. whether it be yeah. synthesized or live. <laughs> it's there. You yeah, can't run from do. it, man. <laughs> they can't. You cannot run from strings. it. Strings. If you strings ain't listen, man, you, you. you ain't got no strings, man. You might as well just turn the record off. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. it's funny you said that. Yeah. The strings really. It, it, there's something that the strings adds to any occasion, uh, but more most often, what it adds is class. Most people go, Absolutely. man, I'm feeling classy right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It adds that to it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, it's a, it's a mind-blowing instrument, man. My brother um, played years ago, and uh, I've always had a love for the violin and had a love for that sound. It's Like you said, it's a classy thing. It's, it's the way that things, it, it makes you feel a certain way when you hear it. And especially when you hear, yeah. like you said, an orchestra. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah, it is. So I know you got your violin in your hand. I, I don't know. I, do. I, I didn't want to put you on the spot, man. But um, <laughs> <laughs> did you not? <laughs> That's I, didn't, I didn't want to put you on the spot, but I figure I'm just saying, you know. Um, yeah, let me see what I can do. Over go for here. it. Let me grab it up. All right. Uh-huh. It's amazing, amazing gentleman I am speaking to, uh, Mr. Majid Khalik. He's just an incredible violinist, classical violinist, and jazz fusion composer. <laughs> Um, and I'm, I'm just excited to be talking to you, man. So do your thing. Go for it.
amazing, amazing, amazing. I really appreciate that, my brother. I mean, amazing, amazing. <laughs> All I could, I could say now, I, I kept thinking while you were playing, now I know why Branford said the great things he said about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. Yeah, well, you're welcome, man. So, um, um, giving back to the community, um, the education that you are helping so many young people, um, you're, you're walking in, walking them into the world of music, the world of destiny, the world of creativity. Um, I yeah. really commend you for that, man. Yeah, and if you need any um, any type of mentoring, I, you, you reach out to me, man, and we'll, we'll we'll link up. I'm in the city all the time, and oh, um, beautiful, absolutely, beautiful. yeah. Afterwards, we'll we'll hook up. But um, yeah, if you ever need any mentoring, I mean, listen, it's all about passing the information on to the next generation because they are our future, right? Well, and if if I can get any, if if I get listen, if I can get just one kid to play like you, man, listen, listen. <laughs> So you got to tell me, man, um, what's next for Khalid, man? What's going on? Well, I'm working on a project right now. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're working on a date perhaps next month or so. Okay. Uh, a, a project that's uh, set to be released on uh, the baseline record imprint. And um, it's going to be, which is a Sony. It's a Sony Orchard Very imprint. Nice. Um, okay. It's called No Look. Looking back, it's an EP that has uh, about five cuts on it, mm -hmm. and the focus of this EP is um, it's heavily influenced by '80s, okay, um, '80s music, and you know, forward-looking vibes, landscapes that are electronic, mm -hmm. but heavily rhythmic. Of course, as I was telling you, my love for rhythm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, we're looking to really uh, to put that out. I just literally this morning I received the cover art for it. It's fantastic. Really, it really uh, nice. Yeah, the the cover art was done by this amazing artist. Uh, Alrighty. So yeah, so you were telling me about your new EP. Yeah, my new EP is called No Looking Back. Okay. The focus of it is eighties kind of music fused with jazz and hip-hop okay uh, which is the future you know it's the current but it's also the future nice and so it's 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 i'm not looking back in terms of my career <laughs> i'm looking forward right in terms of the future of my life which nice. is going to be nothing but just grooves and and and, and, and hard work and, right. and good people so yeah i'm yeah. you know really excited about it you that's know? that's really cool this, yeah go ahead yeah this the sound of it is, you know, synths, a lot of synths, but heavy strings, amazing vocals. I'm singing on a number of tracks as okay. well. I, I sing as well. But I wrote all of the lyrics. Okay. Um, all of the uh, strings I played. Um, most of the strings except for the cellist, but most okay. of the strings I played right. uh, in the rhythm section is my band. You know, it's, 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 it's going to be an unbelievable party. And nice. a great time to listen to. That's nice, man. That's really impressive. Now, do you play any other instruments besides um, violin? Well, I play piano back here. So okay, piano, okay. Small, small. All right. <laughs> I play piano. There you go. That's that's my thing piano. right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I play piano. Uh, I'm not a pianist, but I play the piano. They right. call it a ranger's piano. Well, you know, I'm there we go. Fiddle around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And um, I play the bass, the electric bass. Okay. I can play the upright bass. I can play the drums. And I can play cello, right. viola, 
to play the electric. You, you know, you know why I asked you that because I was just curious. Do you find all the instruments yeah. intertwining with each other when it comes to musicianship <laughs> and and um and theory? Well, yeah, the theory part is all the same. Mm-hmm. Theory is the same. Right. Um, the concept of instrument playing is similar, but I have learned how to play like brass instruments and woodwind instruments wow their feel is completely different to me okay you know you have to take a certain part of your mind but i don't know playing all instruments once you've gotten one down there's a a through line that allows you to kind of grasp all of them right kind of we say while you're on that sliding board i'm gonna grab this instrument i'm gonna grab that instrument (laughs) you know that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. But listen, man, I really, really appreciate you coming on. Um, Thank you. For if I can ask, oh, absolutely. If I can just ask you one favor, because I really don't ask for too many favors, I would love to have right. you come back once you have your new project up and running. You know, it'd be a I'm pleasure. I really would. Pleasure to I'm have you. To. Pleasure to have <laughs> you on, man. And and um, yeah, the great things. Well. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, man. And the great things that you're doing, I'm I'm so happy for you. And um, I'm honored to be speaking to you. And I'm so glad that you are working with so many young people that you are actually changing lives, whether you know it or not. You are. And I appreciate that, man. Because I have a passion for getting young people to that next phase in life. You know what I mean? And just what you're doing right now, even if someone doesn't go to Juilliard, they may not make it. But they may, you know, just your love and passion will teach them what they need to know to get through life. And that's really big. Oh, my pleasure, man. My pleasure, man. Hey, man, anytime, brother. Hold on one second, okay? (laughs) All right, hold on.